section forty one masterpieces of negro eloquence edited by alice dunbar nelson this librivox recording is in the public domain the social bearings of the fifth commandment by james francis gregory bachelor of divinity vice principal manual training and industrial school bordentown new jersey honour thy father and thy mother that thy days may be long in the land which the lord thy god giveth thee while obedience to parents is the primary significance of this command its widening scope is seen in the comprehensive authority of the father of the old hebrew family he was the ruler and the protector of the family and as human society enlarged and much of the original authority of the parent passed from him the child was prepared to give honour to such authority and wisdom as he had recognized in the father thus generically the command may cover the wide range suggested by the westminster assembly the fifth commandment requireth the preserving the honour and performing the duties belonging to every one in their several places and relations as superiors inferiors or equals and this honour idea in the home not only spreads out but it climbs and we may say that as the hebrew family contained the beginning of government all other authorities of this world wind up and out of the home ascending in spiral form until the little coil of the domestic circle eventuates last summer while seated in a crowded train my attention was attracted by a little family group the heed-worn mother held a baby in one arm and the other hand was studying a toddling boy she had repeatedly reproved her half-grown daughter and finally spoke sharply to her when the child suddenly lifted the heavy umbrella in her hand and struck her mother these are the facts that impress me the unmasked powerlessness of the mother the cool unconcern of the father but above all the apathetic indifference of the passengers the modern family is without discipline all of the elements in the home having a tendency to wander from the hearth centre there is the father whose absence because of occupational absorption is lengthened by many extraneous interests the mother too is receding from the home centre in her misguided enthusiasm for so-called equality in business professional and political life and the children as one sad-faced mother said to me the other day they get out of the home so early all the reverence for parents in the world's history is hallowed by the lofty example of jesus in his dutiful subjection to his earthly parents and in the marvellous solicitude of his dying words son behold thy mother a great light is thrown on this economic relation of the commandment by the attitude of the centurion pleading with the master for his servant's life here was an employer whose stretched-out arm of authority could be transformed into a gesture of appeal for his servant lying sick at home indeed only as the spirit of this commandment makes itself felt in our business life will the clenched hands of capital and labour relax from the hilts of their dripping blades and grasp each other with the warm pressure of brotherly sympathy then there are the mutual relations between the young and the aged oh for a return in our youth to that ancient bowing deference to old age a beautiful instance of which cicero preserves for us into the crowded amphitheatre at athens within the multitude's expectant hush there staggered an aged man who made his tottering progress beneath tier after tier of indifferent or averted faces looking in vain for a place until finally he came in front of the section occupied by the lacedaemonians who rose as one man and offered him a seat then there are the superiors and inferiors in wisdom 
as we look back through the mists of years to our student years there stand out sharply distinguished the kindly figures of our intellectual fathers i recall at this moment that man of infinite reserve behind the desk at yale whose eye could flash with authority and yet kindle with concern at the sight of the necessity of one of his boys in browning's thought as sheaths a film the mother eagle's eye when her bruised eaglet breathes i need scarcely suggest the obvious pertinence of this command to the relations of the pastor and his congregation we cling very jealously to the term father as it has been applied to the men of god in the history of the church the picture is beautiful of the roman catholic priest conscious of the reluctance of her neighbours to bear to the poor widow the evil news of the sudden death of her only son walking quietly up the gravel path and covering with his healthy hands the two withered ones as he met her at the doorway answering her searching inquiry father with an unmistakable inflection of the words my child that also of the american protestant episcopal bishop leaving his little birthday gathering already interrupted for three successive years and foregoing a breath of country air after weary months of toil in the hot city to comfort a simple family hovering piteously about a little white casket these are attitudes far more impressive than the ceremonious exercise of their loftiest ecclesiastical functions many lines of evidence from the side of reason converge on the biblical teaching that civil government is a divine institution perhaps one of the most striking features of our later american growth is the colossal selfishness of our people the habit of freedom from restraint is fast hardening into a lawlessness of character listen to some of the palliating expressions with which our legal atmosphere is permeated indiscreet and untactful the unwritten law swift justice murder a fine art and remember that these are the terms that play around that triangle of corrupt judge dallying lawyer and bribed and illiterate jury all conspiring to shove by justice with technicalities and what are those sinister figures flitting and stalking through the land the lawmaker with his spoils the rioter with his rock the anarchist with his bomb the assassin thrusting out his black hand the lyncher with his battering ram his rope and his rifle these are some of the outside lawless who conspire with the inside lawless to make a scarecrow of american law making it the perch and not the terror of the birds of prey and who knows how soon all of these lawless ones may stand up together and with a monarch's voice cry havoc in the confines of this republic but we must be conscious of our heavenly father behind the earthly type this unmistakably is the significance of the biblical words to obey your parents in the lord to be obedient unto your masters as unto christ to fear god in honouring the face of the old man to be subject unto rulers as the ministers of god and this leads us to the great levelling truth that we are all equally accountable to our heavenly father that we are nations and individuals in the high thought of lincoln under god this command carries with it the promise of a reward restated by paul honour thy father and thy mother that it may be well with thee and that thou mayest live long on the earth in fact this is the logic of life this retributive justice is bound up in the laws of nature plants that array themselves against these laws wither and die and higher up in the animal kingdom kipling's verse tells us that this inexorable sequence prevails and these are the laws of the jungle and many and mighty are they but the head and the hoof of the law is and the haunch and the hump is obey and it is true that obedience in a human being conduces to a long and prosperous life the beautiful truth is gradually emerging in science and theology that religion is healthful as one of my discerning fathers was often 
wont to say the whole bible is a textbook of advanced biology telling men how they may gain the fuller life here and there the obedient die early you say yes and this fact sounds the deeper spiritual import of this promise for they sooner than we enter upon that eternal life and pass over into that greener canaan to that inheritance incorruptible and undefiled standing one afternoon in the gallery of the louvre in paris a vision of the perfect adjustment of our seemingly conflicting relations to caesar and to god shone forth to me in the divine gesture of the master in da vinci's wonderful painting of the last supper where the hand turned downward lays hold of the things of earth and the hand turned upward grips the things which are eternal both of which obligations are glorified in those later words of the saviour spoken out of the agony of the cross son behold thy mother father into thy hands i commend my spirit end of section forty one